Tuesday, feeling like a Monday, but hey, after uh, after today, just three more days left, and you're back to the weekend, so that's the good news. Uh, big thanks to Ben Byram, who's producing the show today, but also did a fine job filling in the last uh, few days. Hello to you, Ben. Happy New Year. Hey, Ben. Happy New Year. It's been a it's been a fun ride. I've been a wild ride. It's been fun, but not real fun. Real fun. I don't know how that saying goes. Nonetheless, oh, it was fun. Got you. Got you. It's been real. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. There you go. He sells it great. Cookie, a recent college grad, invoking the word ain't. Uh, hello to Chris Cook here today sure. as well on the show. <laughs> you were going to say, Cookie? I said, how you been doing? I'm good. My wife said to me Sunday, we've been around each other too much. Oh, she we reached that. that point. We reached that point, you know, where you did. It was time to. Sounds like you need to come back to work. Yes. I think that's what everybody is kind of thinking. It's time to get back to work. We missed you. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Okay, good. I'm glad. I, I don't know if I missed you. <laughs> if you thought he was going to echo that sentiment, it was yeah, not I, happening. I don't know if I did. I'm sorry. I don't know if I did. I'm, I apologize. Ain't going to hurt my feelings, I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, news out of Pirate Nation. Uh, Keaton Mitchell going to the NFL draft. Uh, really quick, guys. Uh, just a little roundtable here. I, I don't think that's shocking to me. Ben, you? No, not at all. What else could he Cookie? do? Yeah. Cookie? No. Thank him for his time here. I hope he does well in the NFL. It was reported yesterday what we knew. And, and look, I think Keith Mitchell comes down to what does that 40 time look like when, uh, when it's pro day? That's what it's going to come down to. If the 40 time is really, really spectacular, like Chris Johnson level spectacular, he's going to have a shot. And if not, it, it might be as a free agent undrafted free agent we'll see though lot still ahead of keaton mitchell and, and i'll tell you this if if keaton mitchell landed in the right situation uh you, you his personality alone would make him a star at that level uh steve shankweiler uh retiring that was uh something we learned uh the night of the bowl game and uh made official yesterday so congrats to coach shank when we say retired Shank is in his fourth tour of duty in uh, Greenville with ECU is not going to retire totally. He's going to retire from coaching and he will be the coordinator for uh, alumni relations and high school relations for the football program. So that's good. Uh, I see Elijah Jones to the portal, Ben. Is that uh, being reported uh, here in the last day or so? That's accurate. That's absolutely accurate. Okay. I guess no surprise there. And Noah Henderson to the draft. That's a little bit of a surprise, right? I don't think so. No, I mean, he was kind of getting some um, draft kind of NFL prospect acclaim before okay. the season even started. So, Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, women's basketball tonight at Memphis, 8 o'clock. Pirates 9-5. and five. I think they won their first conference game. And um, ECU's got my, my joiner playing like everybody kind of thought she would play. So that is that. Uh, the sports world uh, remains uh, in shock after – what uh, happened last night? Were you guys watching Monday Night Football or or not last night? Thankfully, no wrong, thankfully, no wrong I was answers not here. Watching it. I we were, were not yeah, watching. we were not. Yeah. Okay. Were you together, Ben? That's we. Yeah, we were together. We were watching ah. a movie called Beach Bum. Great movie. Was okay. a great movie. I happen to have it on. I usually do not watch the Sunday night or Monday night football games. 
Um, I, I just don't. Just doesn't fit. Never have. It just doesn't fit the anything. Yeah, no, it's understandable. And uh, I happened to be watching it last night because I watched the two. I watched the end of the Tulane USC game, and I man, what a game. what a game that was! Love oh my gosh! Game. Oh my gosh! What a game that was! How fun was that? Hey, congrats to Tulane. I was I was excited for him. The catch at the very end. I never had any doubt about it. They acted or initially ruled like he had dropped. Yeah, can the ball you believe that that he yeah. dropped it? Yeah. yeah, they were just. Do you like have the Willie? Do you have the Willie Fritz for the uh, update or no? Because if not, I'm going to play Willie Fritz here. Oh, just go for it. All right. Well, I think it's a huge win. You know, for the program, a huge win for the university, huge win for the city. You know, we're, we represent New Orleans. We represent Tulane University, represent our football program. Spears scored a touchdown, cut it to eight. I mean, four minutes to go, 15-point game. And what are you thinking at that point? Fate accompli, right? Yeah. It's over with, over. yeah. Well, they come up. They get the score. Then they get the safety, which was huge. Because there was a little bit of a botched return on a kick, wasn't there? USC kind of screwed that up. Yeah, yeah. And then that pinned them back. They got the safety, the free kick, and then um, Pratt, who, look, I've always been a big Michael Pratt fan, uh, had kind of struggled, had not got a lot of attempts at least, started to throw the ball downfield. And you're right, Ben. First of all, a targeting should have been called on that one hit. Yep. But the official waving, I mean, emphatically, there was no, like, peeking in. There was an emphatic waving it off. No, they were just like, yep, yep, not a catch. We're not even, like, going to think about it. Like, that was clearly a drop. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's at least reviewable. And then it, like, took a little arm pulling for them to finally review it. Just the replay, seem right for a little bit there. The replay saved uh, the – the officiating, by the way, in the bowl season has been atrocious. Yeah, really bad. So – I was a little ge geared up for football after that. I wanted to watch some more football. So I went on a little walk, had a little dinner. It's like, I want to watch some more ball. Why well, I have the, I don't like Penn state for a number of reasons. Sandusky and the cover up of that disgusting behavior is the biggest. There's other stuff. That's valid. Very valid. Oh, it's extremely valid. And, and what's invalid are the Penn state fans who still defend all of that. I remember they were upset they got their football program taken away, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean. It, sh it should have been death yeah. penalty. Absolutely. I'll stand yeah. by that. Absolutely. Ten years later, there should have been a – that thing should have been canceled. But, um, look, we don't – this is a whole other story for a whole other station, whole other show, but we just – we don't – you have to sometimes question why we don't take care of kids better than we do. Uh, but nonetheless, like I say, another story for another show for another station. And um, so, I, you know, I was disappointed to see them win. So I thought, well, I'm not going to watch this garbage. And uh, then I, I linked on to, plus the Rose Bowl angers me anyway. This, we've got to be the only <laughs> show in town. It just, I mean, please. And so I was watching the Monday Night Football game last night and, and obviously saw that. Uh, the latest is... Uh, DeMar Hamlin remains in critical condition. He spent the night in the ICU at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, suffered cardiac arrest and collapsed on the field during the Bills game against Cincinnati on Monday night. Uh, family has acknowledged first responders and healthcare professionals at the hospital who've been providing, as they put it in a statement, exceptional uh, care. And uh, all you can really do there is 
continue to say some prayers, continue to uh, hope for the very best in that situation. Uh, wisely, the NFL has come out and says the game between the Bills and the Bengals will not be resumed this week. Um, there's no decision, at least what I'm seeing right now, regarding a possible resumption of the game at a later date. It also said it has not made any changes to this coming week's schedule. I think probably be best just not to, to finish that thing up. Yeah, let's yeah call it. I mean, that's people got traumatic. mad at uh, yeah, people got mad at Skip Bayless. Oh, one other thing, and you know, since it's not if, since it's not being resumed at least right now. From the football side of this, the Bills would no longer control their own destiny for the number one seed. They would need to win over the Pats and then the Chiefs to lose over the Raiders. The Bengals would clinch the North. Uh, Bengals no longer have a chance at a number one seed. So that's the on-the-field ramifications from this, and I think it'll depend on what, what they want to do, if anything, uh, beyond that. I, I just don't see how they could do it at this yeah, point. Yeah, and I think, honestly, they're not even worried about that at this point. Nor I mean, should they be. They're locked Nor in the playoffs, number one seed. Yeah. Who cares? You know, let's, right. let's we're, we're, we right. got our friend is, you know, in critical condition right now. Right, right. Nor should they be. Uh, so Skip Bayless got in some trouble. Skip Bayless appeared. What is the name of the Skip Bayless show on FS1? Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. Shannon not there today, so it was just Undisputed with Skip. Now, uh, and, and, and look, I'm not, I'm not uh, anti Bayless from the standpoint. I'm going to watch Screaming A. You would have to catch me somewhere where I cannot turn a channel if I'm sitting somewhere watching the, either one of these shows. I, I couldn't think of a more hideous waste of time. They're just fake. In, They're fake. They're so fake. Well, no, it's it well, again another show for another day with that. But it, it but relatively cheap to produce. And draw numbers. So, somehow. Not the numbers you would think when you hear that, but they do for the cost of the program. Well, people like the Steeler takes and then use it for their own little sports debates with their buddies. I, that, I'm convinced that's why they get ratings. They just like the Steel takes. So, uh, Skip Bayless, I guess, was kind of tweeting a stream of consciousness last night. And uh, he was saying, what about the game? What about the game? Shannon Sharp did not show up for that show today, but I guess it was said he'll be back tomorrow. Play a little bit of that, Ben, before we uh, wrap up this segment here. And uh, this is what he had to say at the open of uh, Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. I'll admit up front, I'm still shook up by what happened last night to DeMar Hamlin. In fact, I'm still wrecked. In fact, I'm not sure I'm capable of doing this show today. But after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Maybe I'll fail, maybe we will fail, but we're going to try. We wrestled through much of the night whether to even do a show today because it felt like in our minds, we almost can't win with this because the last thing we want to try to do is come off as insensitive to what this young man is going through in a life or death situation. The last thing we want to do is offend anyone by trying to do what we always do, which is talk about sports. 
And he went on, I guess, Ben, is that? Because it was about a two-minute statement. Yeah, he just trailed on and on. But he never apologized for what he uh, tweeted. Now, if you thought he was going to apologize for what he tweeted, that is not Skip. what Skip Bayless is paid to do. Yeah, it's his whole gimmick. And he's he's... He's paid for two things, to stir the pot, which eventually um, which eventually brings in viewers. So he's paid to get viewers. He's, fa- he's paid for his hot takery, his outlandish debates, and, and stir the pot. That's kind of what he did. I mean, we can make the argument that's what he did last night, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... I think the tweet was kind of taken a little bit out of con- context, to be honest. Well, um, it I, was a string of tweets. It was kind of a – it was. that's why I say it was a bit of a stream yeah. of consciousness. I saw the one and, where he was like, what do you do with the game? And I took it more so as like, what's the protocol when something like this happens? I mean, what do you do with this yeah, game moving forward? And I think maybe some people could, and, and I think that's a fair interpretation. But I'm just telling you. Yeah, I, 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 I could see it either if you, way. If you thought this guy – and look, I, I don't think – I'm listening to that. I have not seen the video, even though I sent Cookie a video clip. I think uh, I think that was genuine emotion from from Bayless there. I don't think that was uh, any any sort of act he was putting on. I uh, think one it last was an act. Yeah, personally, you think it was an act? I, it okay. came off as very ingenuine to me personally. Well, now he's a very disingenuous sort of fella. I mean, there's when you're paid to you know manufacture takes. It's kind of like the you know, the little sniffing that he was doing, like in between words, just like I, I don't know. It did sound very he, silly, yeah. Uh, but I didn't. Okay. I never saw the video, so I mean, maybe it right. looks different visually. Yeah, and I'll say this: uh, I will give the ESPN people a ton of credit because you talk about a, a an awful, unprecedented, difficult situation to be in. There's no protocol for that. There's no handbook no. on that. Yeah, and they were they were. I mean, I'm I'm no Joe Buck fan, but. He was great. Aikman was Aikman, but he was fantastic. Lisa Salters was awesome. Um, all the people in broadcasting that think you want to get into being a sideline reporter, you need to find those clips and study those clips. That's how you do it. And uh, obviously the crew in the studio was very good, I thought. And obviously Scott Van Pelt. And, and and I'm not a I'm I'm not worshiping at the uh, altar of any of these people, but I thought they were outstanding last night, and it was interesting. I flipped it over. Fox News had broken in, and CNN had broken into their program to discuss this, and you know, reported as breaking news, rightfully so. MSNBC talking about January sixth. So there you go. That's that's where we were on the breaking news landscape for the 24-hour networks last night. Uh, Pirates with an enormous win. We'll get into some of that next. Uh, Holt Naylor's will be on the show today. That's coming up in a little bit. Uh, What a win for Pirate basketball, Mike Swartz and his team, as they knocked off Wichita State on New Year's Eve, uh, 79-69. We have four tickets to tomorrow night's game against uh, UCF, the Suggs Bowl. Uh, Brandon Suggs returning for the uh, Pirates or for the uh, Knights to where he played. 
And uh, he's a guy that's contributed a little here and there, but they've got some really, really dynamite players. They've got two of the best freshmen in the in the conference are going at it tomorrow night. Absolutely. It'll be a lot of fun. So uh, we got a family four-pack of tickets and a uh, Chico's Mexican Restaurant gift card. We will uh, get you as a winner if you're caller three. We'll do that here to start off the new year. I'm feeling gracious. 23, caller three. 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Caller three. Family four-pack of tickets to tomorrow night's basketball game. And uh, we'll also uh, throw in a gift card to Chico's Mexican Restaurant in Uptown Greenville. We'll be back. Dan Patrick mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. This is about you, your family, and the health of all who live in Eastern North Carolina. This is about the transformation of a health system into something more powerful and more human, about creating new ways to treat disease and keep you well. This is about ECU Health, which is to say, it's really all about you. ECU Health. Minds. Hearts. Purpose. If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis back ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Better days start today. Get the cash you need with Oasis. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newburn is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And, Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market 
and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt-Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at AA.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt-Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience of parking right next to the terminal and the short lines at ticketing and security. For your next trip, check out the great rates offered at AA.com and support your local Pitt-Greenville Airport. Airport. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. Chad uh, was our winner. Four tickets to the game tomorrow night. ECU and UCF at 7 o'clock from uh, Minji's Coliseum. We'll also uh, send him with a $25 gift card to Chico's Mexican Restaurant. Chad, where are you from? I live in Greenville. Okay. Well, hey, uh, congratulations. Happy New Year to you. Hey, thanks a lot. Happy New Year to you, too, Patrick. Do you have a resolution, Chad? Ooh, I've never been one to do uh, resolutions, but I'm really looking forward to a lot of opportunities in my job at ECU this year and just really ah. want to take that to the next level. Ah, so you work at the university is, is what I'm hearing. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, good. I hope you. I hope you're able to achieve all these goals and more. I hope you're able to do that. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, hey, enjoy the game tomorrow night, and uh, hope to see you out there. Say hi if you get a chance. Yeah, will do. Thanks again, guys. Yep. Thank you, Chad. Drive safe. There he goes, Chad. Congratulations to him. Ben, do you I have like a resolution? Chad. I like. I Chad. meant to ask you that. Uh, uh, do you do have I have a resolution? resolution? Um. No, I don't. I. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been big on New Year's yeah, resolutions because who, who sticks to them anyways? Okay, Cookie, <laughs> do yeah, you have a resolution? Have more fun. Up is down. Left is right. You know, like, I agree with him. Yeah, let's have just party more fun. and have fun, baby. Yeah. Cookie, could you do me a favor? Yes. Can you interject a little of this fun and infectious spirit into Ben? <laughs> but, but Ben's already on the infectious uh, party spirit. I don't know about that. No, he I don't is. Know. I don't is. Know. I'd, hey, I'd, me and Chris had a good time. Oh, we, we've been having a great last few weeks. Is that right? Yeah, we've been living hey it now. up. Okay. Guys have been uh, been out on the town, I, I take it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we own the town. Uh, oh, all right. Ezra Ozar uh, had this to say after the Pirates' big win last time uh, out. Uh Huge win at Wichita State on New Year's Eve. Just a teamwork, you know, unity, make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, we all, I think, we was on the same page of just wanting to win so bad. Uh, we're just taking it game by game. So, you know, we was all on the same page. Osar. Osar. All right. Um, didn't get to the Gary Hahn thing last segment. I've had a ton of people ask me about that. Told them to tune in to the show, and I would tell you. Um, let's play the cut, first of all, that got Gary Hahn suspended indefinitely from Learfield. This is uh, courtesy of the Wolfpack Sports Network from Learfield. Gary Hahn talking uh, during the Mayo Bowl, giving a score update. The Sun Bowl 
And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Whoa. So I didn't hear that uh, as it was you know, happening because I was not going to spend whatever day that was. I think Friday the 30th listening to the Wolfpack and Terrapins in Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, the Pack made it to Charlotte this year, Ben. Yeah, hey, ACC. That's their AC. They the real ACC championship <laughs> yeah. to them. Yeah. Maryland's a good team, ACC, I swear. Right. Playing an old ACC team. and Mar- Yeah. Um, so Gary Hahn placed on indefinite suspension following remarks he made about immigrants during the broadcast of the Duke Mayo Bowl. His comments came when he gave an update to the score in the Sun Bowl, as you heard there. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Sun Bowl, he said El Paso. That's in El Paso, Texas, where they did have to cancel a bowl activity for the teams involved in that, Pitt and UCLA, because they had people that had crossed into America illegally across the southern border from uh, Central America and from Mexico. And instead of sleeping in the streets or in the airport, like they've been documented and shown on television to have done, they, they put them in the convention center. So they couldn't use the convention center Yeah, I was for about, that bowl event. I was about to ask because, you know, you're your scoreboard update analyst or anchor on the, right. uh, the Play Floss Sports Radio Network. And I was wondering, like, what, what was he thinking there to, like, bring up something like that? And then when you well, put it in context, I didn't know the context of the situation because, obviously, so, you're not going to get it from most media outlets. I don't know what Gary is thinking there. Uh, I, I, I actually, bef- way before I even started with Henry's company, uh, I worked for a couple of weeks. Gary had come in for, for a station I was working with, doing some affiliate services at the time and some local sales help with the Wolfpack Network. He kind of grew that back in the day. And, uh, so I sp- I've spent some time with Gary. I've talked to Gary occasionally over the years. Uh, Gary's a good man at heart, a little snarky sometimes on his broadcast. And, uh, so I, I don't know what he was saying. Now I have a pretty simple, well, let me just say this, you know, as you can imagine, there has been criticism from the media. Uh, some in the Latino community. I mean, there's been, you know, some criticism for, for that. I don't know the context. That's just the clue. I don't know if they had talked about what had gone on in El Paso earlier in the broadcast. I would not have thrown that in there as anything that I, like, I would not say anything if we were referencing El Paso or UTEP or something in, say, a broadcast like tomorrow night or even on this show. If it does, isn't germane to what we're talking about. I really doubt that they were talking about it in the booth prior to that comment. I like Johnny Evans, but I don't think that was a Mensa meeting going on in the Wolfpack booth. So I I doubt they were discussing on the air public affairs and, you know, immigration issues in the U.S. So, you know, again, I, I, I don't know Gary well enough to say he was thinking this or Gary believes that. Uh, I know there are people that are really big mad at him, but these are also the same people that say it's okay to have sport, uh, politics and sports, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the whole triangle media shtick right now. I mean, you have tons of guys that have radio shows out there that do that same thing. It, it's So again, it, it's fine to have politics and sports if they're your politics. I just, I don't, I wouldn't have said it. I don't think Gary should have said it. 
Didn't make any sense to say it. That clip does not provide any context, so I don't know. It comes you know, out of nowhere, any... really. It just yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, He was, I yeah. think, trying to make a joke, maybe, or, or you just make a snarky comment, but it, I didn't think it was. But, you know, the guy's been doing this for over 30-some years. I've always thought he's a fantastic broadcaster, especially in, in his, you know, real prime. I mean, he's about as good as, as you could get. And when Bob Harris and Woody Durham were on the back end, you know, he was still uh, really, really solid. Still is. I haven't listened to the Wolfpack Sports Network in a while, so I don't know, you know, if Gary still has his fastball, so to speak, because he's been doing it since 1991. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I, I, look, I've said this all along, too. This goes back to the Raleigh radio days when Caper Nick was taking a knee. If you're not breaking a rule or a law, that's fine. I have no problem with what you do. If you're not if you're not breaking a law or breaking a rule of a company you work for, that's fine. But there are consequences to what you are saying and doing here in America. And if we're going to let Kaepernick take a knee, I'm allowed to say I don't agree with it and I think he's an idiot. And, and that's, again, where the people who don't like sports and politics, if it's or politics and sports, if it's divergent from their view, get all uppity. Well, you can't have that opinion. Well, you know, I, you know, I, if he can do that, I can have an opinion on it. That's the rules of the game. If it's not, then I, I won't express my opinion. He's a public figure. I mean, he's welcoming that kind of criticism when right. you do something like that. Yeah. Right. You're, you choose, not you, Ben, but, you know, someone chooses to, to – Promote that and, and talk about how great it is. That's fine. Yeah, no, I'll never do that. I mean, I have a brother in the in in a service. Right. No, no. I'm right just. Now. I mean, I mean, you the. the you yeah, know, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Again, our, maybe our friends of the Triangle Sports Week. That's fine, but they don't like if someone has a divergent opinion. I think what Gary said was out of place. Didn't make any sense. I think he was trying to be snarky, and and it backfired. And again, you can say whatever you want on a look. We say stupid stuff on a live microphone all the time. God knows I do and have. Average, average at least two a show. At least. And I'll say this. If you're going to say something that bizarre, there are going to be consequences. There are consequences to Kaepernick's situation. So, I mean, there, there's just, if you're going to tread in this area, there's going to be consequences. Um, so, I, you know, I hope he's not fired. I don't know if a stupid comment you know, it's being called racist, but I mean, that's the term that, that's used commonly in reporting. You know, I mean, I have news chops too. So, I mean, this is, it's, it's used in reporting in certain, you know, news agencies. There's some that have gone away from it to, to phrase it differently to maybe fit an agenda, but I digress. I just think that, uh, I'd, I'd hate to see him lose his gig over a, a stupid moment. Now, maybe he comes back and he says, hey, this will be it for me, and I apologize, but yeah, who, who knows? Who knows? Apparently, the Learfield people felt like they had to make a move on this, and, you know, there are a lot of fans who are ticked off about it. There's some fans who thought it was called for, so I, I, I wouldn't have said it. I would never have said it, I don't think. I mean, I, I just I don't think you would have – that would have come out of my mouth. I hope not anyway, because I just don't think it was – it was not germane to what he was doing at the time, which was describing a game in front of him. There was no 
He wasn't even a scoreboard anchor. He just decided. To well, do no, yeah, I think. And... I, well, I don't think they maybe have an anchor on their score. Okay, so they, he just does it every once in a while. I think they probably update scores, and I mean that's. Yeah, I mean, just give the scores. So I I choose want. not to want to. I choose not to want to bring politics into the sportscast, or into the sports side of unless it's unavoidable. I just think what he said was absolutely stupid. Uh, now. He's right. There is a major problem with people who've crossed into the U.S. illegally in El Paso, which is a beautiful city, and they've got people sleeping in the streets and sleeping in the airport. There's a big problem down there. I mean, their their mayor, who is a Democrat, has declared a state of emergency in El Paso, Texas. So there is a problem down there. Let's not act like there's not, because there unfortunately is. And, and I say unfortunate because, I mean, people have traveled up and they're sleeping in the streets. And it's creating problems, too, for, I mean, it's just it, it, the whole immigration thing. Again, another show, another station, another time. All right, here is uh, Ben with an update. We'll get to Holt Nailers. He'll join us on the program uh, after a quick update here from Ben on the PJ Show. Thanks, Patrick. The NFL community is showing nothing but support for Buffalo Bills safety. DeMar Hamlin, the second-year player from Pitt, is in critical condition after collapsing on the field after tackling Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins in the first quarter of the Monday night football game in Cincinnati last night. The current word is, is that game will not be made up or resumed this week, and uh, it likely will not be resumed moving forward. East Carolina running back Key Mitchell has played in his last game as a member of the Pirates. Mitchell, the talented five-foot-nine sophomore running back, uh, has officially declared for the 2023 NFL Draft. Congratulations to him. It was formally announced on Monday that East Carolina offensive line coach Steve Shankweiler will retire from coaching. Coach Shank will stay on with the program as the alumni relations and high school relations director. East Carolina basketball is preparing to take on Central Florida tomorrow night in Greenville. The Pirates are coming off a first-ever win against Wichita State on New Year's Eve. ECU claimed a 79-69 road win. And fantastic freshman Ezra Ozar says the Pirates are connected and ready for a win. Uh, Mike Schwartz speaking about UCF earlier today. Brandon Suggs will be his return game, his first game back in Greenville and Midgets Coliseum since transferring to UCF. Mike Schwartz on what he thinks of Brandon Suggs with the Knights. Yeah, I got a chance to meet Brandon at a team meeting and I got a chance to uh, be around him one practice. Seems like a wonderful kid, you know, but I only got a chance to coach him for one practice and meet him that one time. So I know he's playing well. Their team is playing well. They're one of the best teams in the conference so you know he'll be excited to come back it's an american conference game back where he played so uh you know that'll be a, you know he's a really good player 14th ranked blue devils are headed to Raleigh to clash for nc state tomorrow duke splits the two games last week most recently beating florida state on saturday blue devils are now 11 and 3 on the season and 2 and 1 in acc action the wolfpack are 11 and 4 and 1 and 3 um, currently in ACC basketball play. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Byron. We'll hear from Holt Aylers from Talk of the Town. The other side is a quick time out here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Pirate Report brought to you by our pirate partners. Moore's Old Time Barbecue Chicken and Seafood. Bring the whole family for great food. 
If it's not Moore's, it's less. Caripsy Restaurant in Emerald Isle. Exceptional steak, locally sourced seafood, and delicious signature cocktails. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color. Eastern North Carolina's Fantastic Sam's are locally owned and operated to make you look great. The Pirates had a great basketball win over Wichita State this past weekend by 10 points. However, coming out of the halftime break, they allowed the Shockers to go on a 14-2 run. Coach Schwartz talked about the importance of the under-16 media timeout in Saturday's game. Well, you know, we, we talked about it at halftime. We knew that they were obviously going to come out and, and make a great effort. This is a really good ball club in their home building, and they did. And the stuff we talked about doing at halftime, we weren't going to change a lot of what we were doing, but we knew we had to do it even better. And the difference was, Jeff, to start the second half, you give Wichita State great credit. They had unbelievable speed and physicality with what they did. And for whatever reason, we didn't. And you know what? I think those four turnovers were a big piece of it. And once we collected ourselves in that first media timeout and we explained to the guys, hey, I thought they got back on their back in their rhythm. The Pirates look to make it two in a row tomorrow against UCF. Game coverage starts for that one at 6.30. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Pirate Report. I'm Philip Pilkington. Hi, Bobby. Hey, Sarah. The usual. This is the last time I'm coming here for coffee. I'm on a budget now. One sec. Cold brew for Blake. It's Jake from State Farm. Sarah, don't give up what you love. State Farm has policy options to get you a surprisingly great rate. Good. I need my iced oat milk latte with caramel and cinnamon on top. Girl, me too. For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. In a world where a single touch can threaten the surfaces of your home, there's Microband 24. Just one spray bites bacteria all day. Bacteria incoming. Shields up, defenders. When used as directed, Microband 24 Sanitizing Spray forms a defensive shield that keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch. Threat eliminated. Microband 24. Don't just sanitize it, microband it. Now spraying in a store near you. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, Holt Naylor's wrapping up a fantastic career. Pirates uh, looking great in the military, or excuse me, military bowl, in the uh, Birmingham Bowl uh, on the 27th, just scoring a bucket load of points against Coastal Carolina. Uh, earlier today, Holt Naylor's joined us on the Talk of the Town program. The great Henry Hinton asked him about uh, staying in Greenville, kind of uh, playing out his career as a pirate. Yeah, it does for sure. I mean, I, I literally, you know, came to ECU for that moment in Birmingham. Um, so, I mean, I knew that I was going to perform well just because I, you know, when you think about stuff and, you know, manifest it so long, um, I mean, and you add that with hard work, I mean, it was just, you know, kind of destined for me to play that way in Birmingham. So, um, you know, I mean, I came to Greenville to turn this place around and, um, you know, get us to winning bowl games, and we did that. So, um, you know, my time here now is – is done, but, you know, the next guy, whether it's Mason or Flynn or, you know, someone they bring in, you know, it's their time now. Do you have any regrets? Not at all. Did you ever regret staying in Greenville? Because, I mean, you, <laughs> look, let's face it, the quarterback gets all the praise, but you also get all the heat. And yeah. there have been times when you've taken a lot of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely taken, you know, my fair share of it. But, you know, that's a quarterback in anywhere. You know, I, you know, when you win, you're the most loved guy in the town. And when you lose, you know, you're the one to blame. And, 
Um, you know, when I came here, I knew that was the way it was going to be. You know, it's it's hard to you know fathom that you know I was 17 years old and I committed here. Um, you know, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Um, and, you know, a little bit I did. Um, you know, I knew it was going to be tough. You know, I didn't realize how tough it was going to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't regret any of it. You know, I, and, I mean, if I regretted it, you know, I would just enter the portal and, and went somewhere else because, I mean, there was definitely options. Um, you know, every Did year you ever now. Tell no, the truth. No, I mean, every year you, you sit down with your family and you, you figure out what's best for your future. But, you know, ECU was always best for my future. Um, and, you know, whether it's, you know, playing football forever or, you know, eventually, you know, coming here and settling down and, you know, making a name for me and my family here. So, um, you know, I, you got to consider it every year, but, I mean, that was never serious consideration. It was always, you know, you love it here. You know, your family loves it here. Um, you know, this is what you dreamed about as a kid, and, um, you know, I wouldn't want to play anywhere else. Not only did you have an exceptional year and, and broke every quarterback record here with the great quarterbacks that we've had at ECU, the Jeff Blakes, the Marcus Crandles, the David Garrards, you broke all those records. Uh, of course, you did have the extra year, yeah. but but you but but you you know you've had an unbelievable experience here. But I I've known what a lot of people on the inside have known most of the year how hurt you've been, yeah, and you played. And of course, you know we don't talk about those things on the air because the opponents are listening, and we yeah. don't want anybody to go after you. But you've been hurt. The entire season. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can you can you now <laughs> reveal how bad you've been hurt? Yeah. Um, I, I tore my labrum. You know, third drive of the season versus state. Um, and I that first time, game of the year. Yeah. Um, you tore your labrum. Yeah. So my shoulder would just pop in and out all the time. Um, so it was a. They said um, it was you know torn in the back, um, a posterior tear, um, and then. Later in the season, um, like I said, I signed with Bill Johnson, and, and he wanted a, you know, a, a new MRI. You know, once the season ended after the Temple game, and you know, it came back that I completely tore it, and that I, you know, I had some fracture in there too. So, good um, lord, yeah. How painful has it been? Very, it's it's very painful, but um, so yeah, so nice. so you know you, but it hasn't slowed you down. You've taken off and run. You've yep. you've you've. Um, you you've dove on occasion. You have uh, challenged a, a DB on occasion and run over him. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't. It, it doesn't seem to slow you down. But I mean, when you've taken those hits, it's got to be very painful. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, it's you know, I when I had to run and get first downs, you know, I definitely do it. But there'd be times when you know I get a two two yard run instead of a, a five yard run, and just little stuff like that, just to protect myself. But that's. Really, what the coaches want me to do? I mean, they want me to get as many yards as I can and get down to to take some of those hits off. But um, then, fast forward to the Cincy game. I don't think anyone knows this. You know, my index finger on my throwing hand's been broken since the Cincinnati game. I, I knew it. Yeah. So I, uh, I knew I knew that you were playing with this uh, shoulder problem and yeah. a broken. And, and you shoot, you played with a broken finger on your throwing hand yeah. for about what four or five games yeah you know since the cincinnati game and then you know it's just now kind of starting to heal um you know the cincinnati game i broke it and it was super super stiff that game but you know the adrenaline of the you know that game um you know kind of got me through it and then the next week you know i couldn't even really throw during practice um you know so the temple game i had to wear a glove because i couldn't squeeze the ball you know so i had to i had to get a sticky glove so i didn't have to squeeze it i could just throw it and um, tape it up. And was there ever a moment good. when you went, "This is just too much"? I got to not play. 
Never not play. Um, you know, there was a moment, you know, where I'd sit down with my family and I'd be like, you know, I'm tired of my body hurting, you know, 24-7. And, you know, that comes with football and that comes with um, the sport. But, um, yeah, I mean, there was there was times when, you know, there was never doubt that I was going to play. Um, even they told me my, my shoulder was torn, you know, the doctors were like, you know, you should sit out at least for half the season and just let it heal, you know, sit out non-conference and then see where you're at when conference comes. And I was like, no way, you know, this is my last year. Um, I'm going to play, and um, I'm glad I did. Wow. So so the doctors were telling you to sit out, and you said, no, I'm going to play. Yeah. You know, there's there no way I was sitting out. And, and they called me crazy, and, you know, I annoyed the heck out of them in the training room, being there, you know, three times a day and probably, you know, six hours of my day every single day since the state game to literally the bowl game, you know, was in the training room yeah. getting rehab. So. All right. So uh, you mentioned Bill Johnson. Yeah. Uh, this is news that has not been released yet. You have signed a professional uh, contract uh, uh, agent to have Bill Johnson be your agent. For folks who don't know Bill Johnson, he grew up here in Greenville. He's an, he's an old friend of mine. He played – you probably don't know this, Holton. He played Babe Ruth baseball for me. I coached really? him in Babe Ruth. Yeah, ask him about that next time. Yeah, that would bring some smile. But I've known Bill ever since he's been a child. I've known his family. He's become one of the top uh, sports agents in the country. Yep. Uh, you've now signed a contract with him. So obviously, the next question you you intend to go to the next level. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm fully trained to do that. Um, you know, I mean, I've had you know, like you said, all the all the hate in the world with stuff like that. But you know, I've always bet with myself. Um, and you know, I feel like I'm good enough to play at the next level and. Um, you know, half of that's just trending in the direction at the right time, um, and I'm definitely doing that with the bowl game. And then uh, I'm going to go play in the Hula Bowl next week, and you know, hopefully continue that. And then, oh, yeah. So then, you know, still, more breaking news. You yeah. you got to you got to play one more game yeah. in college. Yeah. So that's the 14th. how about that? Um, and then you know, hopefully, you know, if a few guys you know back out of the Senior Bowl, there's still you know a chance to get invited there, and then with the NFL Combine as well. When's the Combine? Um, sometime in March, I believe. Um, or early February, um, they they just started sending out invites, and it can go as long as you know a week before. So you really never know until the actual yeah. moment of it. There was a chance you were going to be having surgery this morning. Yeah, uh, you and I've been texting all weekend, and uh, uh, I was saying if you you know let me know if you can come, and if you can't, you were telling me that you might have surgery, but the surgery's now been put off. I assume you're going to put it off till after the hula ball. Yeah, so so. I could have had the surgery last week. I could have had the surgery today. Um, now it's scheduled for the 17th, the two days after the Hula Bowl. Um, and the more we talk to teams, some you know, most teams kind of want me to go through this whole process and go through my first year, and then once I get signed, go through preseason. Um, and since I'm probably not going to be a starter next year, get my surgery then. Um, so it's a whole, you know, that's that's kind of what me and Bill are trying to figure out right now. Um, is so Bill. Bill is talking to NFL teams about you, and there's interest in you right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, he he talked to the general manager of the Bills and general manager of the um the Packers a couple of days ago. So I mean, there's definitely interest coming in, and you know, the bowl game definitely helped. And uh, and there are other options now. I know you want to play in the NFL, but there's a USFL. You know, Skip Holtz won the USFL in that stadium where yeah. you <laughs> played Tuesday night. That was uh. Uh, and, that, that, and of course, that's not the that's not the main stage and not the big money. So yeah. I know you'd rather be on, uh, in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I think I'm good enough to play in the NFL, whether it's you know practice squad, second string, and then you work your way up. But uh, you mean I think I'm good enough, and you know, I've, I mean, I've thrown with NFL quarterbacks and being in the Manning Passing Academy this summer. You know, definitely, you know, cleared my mind a little bit because you I mean those are some of the top guys. I mean, you know, I room with Will Levis, who's supposed to be a you know, top five overall pick, and 
you know, certainly he's a special quarterback, but, you know, I feel like I can throw with anyone in the country, and, um, you know, I'm going to just keep working like I can. I would never doubt you. Yeah, I would never I've doubt. I've always been doubted, and um, <laughs> I, would I never, love it. Yeah. I don't doubt you ever. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought I thought your performance on Tuesday night was special. Um, now, Keaton Mitchell has declared that yeah. uh, he's going to go to the NFL draft as well. Uh, I was a little surprised by that over the weekend, based on what I'd heard that he was probably going to come mm-hmm. back for one more year. Uh, you and I were discussing that before we went on the air. You're, you weren't surprised. You knew. Yeah, um, you know, I had a feeling. Um, you know, I just talked with him over the season, and, um, you know, his understanding and his dad played in the NFL too. And, you know, running backs have a window of, you know, two to four years, um, you know, of their peak. And, you know, look at NFL quarter or NFL running backs, whether it's, you know, Todd Gurley or guys like that who, you know, get the big contract and then just, you know, slowly, um, you know, digress and, and end up um, retiring. So, you know, I mean, Keaton has a, you know, slim window. Um, for him to go out there and make his money and, and make the league. And, um, you know, he's as special talent as anyone. I mean, I think he's, you know, just as good as Chris Johnson, and uh, especially at ECU, man. I mean, you know, he hits that corner and he's gone. Um, so for him, you know, I mean, he's got he's to take, you know, he's, he's trending in the right direction too, and he's got to take that, you know, potential and, and go get paid with it. And, you know, that it's uh, we hate to see uh, him leave. Of course, we hate to see you leave. We hate yeah. to see all the seniors that are leaving. But, uh but there are some, you know, that we, we're pretty, we're pretty in good shape. We don't, we're not going to have his speed, but we've got some great running backs coming back. Rajay Harris should be back yeah. next year, and Marlon too. The, and yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the those guys kid. will be ready. So, um, I mean, losing Keaton's going to be tough, but you'd rather lose him to the NFL than you know in today's world than the portal, um, and see him play for another college team. So, I mean, I think he did it the right way. He wanted to always play for ECU, and if he wasn't, you know, he was going to declare. Uh, I know Patrick Johnson, uh, who has been claiming he got the first interview with you because uh, I he did. was doing the ESPN game the other night. Uh, but you know he he never he can never get enough. He can never get enough because it's always about him. You know, it's like <laughs> enough about me. Let's talk about me. That kind of thing. So Patrick, now, now back we, to me. <laughs> so Patrick has some questions for you. Go, man. P man. Uh, did you have a good New Year's, Holden? That's my. Did you did you get the Relax and celebrate a little bit. Yeah, I did. You know, I went to um, some childhood friends' house um, with with my brothers and a couple of my college buddies, and um, so yeah, good. I mean, I had a good time just just hanging out with those guys. That wasn't my only that, question. That, that was your in-depth sports question. Did <laughs> that was have my in-depth sports question. Okay. What was the turning point in your career for you? Do you think? At what I mean, what juncture did things, you know, really, uh, be it football, just be it, you know. What Henry was talking about earlier sounded your decision, but what what would what would you consider the turning point at ECU for you? You know, I think long term, uh, you know, the turning point is definitely making passing academy this summer. Um, you know, I think that was what kind of you know, like I said earlier, is, is clear my eyes and um, you know, set me up in the right direction, made me connections. You know, the guy I'm going to train with for the draft now, I met there. Um, you know, some of the quarterbacks that I'm, you know, I'm friends with now and, and have connections with now are there and. Um, just the mental side of it, definitely there. But, you know, physically side of my career, you know, at ECU, um, you know, I'd have to say I'd go back to the COVID year, um, SMU game, last game of the year. Um, just for the program, you know, that game, you know, they were a ranked team, and we went in there and played about as perfect as we could and gave the team confidence going into that offseason, um, you know, that we could do this, that we could play with anyone. And, um, I mean, we certainly did. And, you know, that was kind of the turning point, not just for me, but for that program. You know, I was – 
fun watching Tulane yesterday come back and beat uh, USC. Uh, that was a really cool moment. You you played in the American, obviously, during this whole time. I, I don't think people realize how really good of a football league the American is. You could speak to that, obviously. Yeah, it's very good. You know, I think it's you know one of the better conferences in the country, and I mean it's definitely the most underrated one. I mean, you got speed, and you got you got speed with with UCF and Tulane and those guys who who come out there, and you know that's what's cool about you know this conference is. Um, you know, some some of these guys are you know underrated out of high school and stuff like that, and they go in and they become superstars um, in our conference, and it's definitely underrated. I mean, I feel like every coach that comes in end up you know ends up saying you know it's way better than they thought it was, and I mean every single week you got to go out there and, and play is is you know at your best or else you're going to lose, and you know the games that we lost this year we didn't play our best, and and the other teams did, and you know Tulane had a special year this year, and it's because you know they. they you know, didn't turn the football over. They played really good defense, and then they had some some you know really good playmakers on offense. All right, we're going to have more with Holton Ailich. We're going to run over a little bit here, but stick and stay with us. Uh, we'll have the wrap up of that interview right after this. Come on, more of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates, ninety four three, the game. Tis the season for connection, and U.S. Cellular is celebrating by offering any phone free for everyone, any brand, any storage, for new and current customers. Plus, our price protection guarantee means that your rates won't go up. That's locally grown connection. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Visit us in-store or online for details on getting any phone free today. Hey, you've been waiting all year to replace your old phone, and now the Christmas deals are finally here. The team at Cellular Warehouse is loaded up with free phones for everybody. That's right, free, baby. Don't wait because these deals will not last for long. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let one of their experienced sales associates come right to your office or home. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. The only agents that deliver phones, tablets, and routers right to your front door. Call them today at 252-799-7051. I'm with my health insurance agent, Bill Jenkins. Bill is an employee benefit specialist and life insurance agent from Town Insurance. Bill, give us an update on Town Insurance here in North Carolina. Town Insurance is a top insurance and employee benefits agency in North Carolina and ranks in the top 50s nationwide. We have primary offices in Greenville, Kinston, Wilmington, Raleigh, and now Charlotte. And, Bill, what are areas Town Insurance specializes in? With our experienced account management team, we specialize in employee benefits, including group medical, dental, life, vision, disability, and voluntary options for employees. We compare these options with several of the best carriers in the market and assist businesses on benefit administration as well as employee education and enrollments. And how can a business best contact you to review their employee benefits program? Give us a call, 252-756-8300. Call today as the best time is now to come to town. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. In the white room. All right, wrapping up things with uh, Holton Ehlers. Uh, asked about uh, his thoughts on the future of the ECU program. You know, I think, you know, they'll continue the upward trajectory and competing for conference championships, you know, especially with this new conference. And, I mean, you're, you're changing, you know, Charlotte, um, Rice, and North Texas for Houston, 
Um, who else is leaving? Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. So, right. I mean, the top dogs of this conference are leaving, you know, just kind of waiting for someone else to take it. You know, obviously Tulane just won it, and, um, you know, certainly they're going to be back and, you know, super good team. So, um, but, I mean, this this conference is, is for the taking, and, and ECU is in the right position at the right time to do so. Uh, the P-Man has more questions for you. The great Patrick Johns is going to ask you some more in-depth stuff like, you know, how was your New Year's? Or, I want to hear about, I want to hear about you, Christmas. What, no, are you um, doing, what are you doing me, this me, weekend? <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> what are you doing this week? Now, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, I, it's interesting. We talked before the season, and, you know, a lot of times when the national games would air, they would talk about, especially at home, your dad, Morgan, doing the uh, the PA uh, how's he doing with all of this? And uh, it was interesting. You told me you really don't, you know, you don't hear him during the game, yeah. so it never is anything that you really uh, were. Co- were you a little more maybe aware of it at times this year, or again, is there just so much going on? You don't really hear a whole lot. Yeah, during games, there's so much going on. I mean, definitely when we're on defense, you know, I hear him, and um, you know, that's more common when I, you know, pay attention to. It. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's my dad, but. You know, you're so locked into the moment, so locked into the game where, you know, if I'm paying attention to that, then, you know, I'm paying attention to the wrong things. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, he's doing good with it. Your family's doing good. You know, he's going to keep doing it um, as far as I know. And from what he's told me, he's going to do it, you know, as long as he can. He he loves it. And, you know, he, he wasn't the PA announcer just because, you know, I was a quarterback here. I mean, he's been doing that, you know, long before I was here. So, um, you know, something that he loves and he's going to continue to do. Do you hear first down pirates in your sleep? Yeah, there it is. On uh, down. Sometimes, yeah, for sure. But uh, it, it's a cool memory, and um, you know, to have him back. And you know, one of the cool things is, you know, I was kind of overlooking the videos, and we were flying home on my phone from my career, and just kind of, you know, reminiscing. And you know, half the videos that I have, you know, he's in the background talking, which um, you know, I didn't really pay attention to until you know, on the way home, and you're kind of you're thinking about those things. You're like, you know, dang, this is pretty cool. So yeah, yeah. Patrick, any, anything else? Yeah, you know, you obviously, the relationship with Coach Houston, could you maybe just expound upon that a little bit and, uh, uh, you know, how how you guys have grown the program together and turned it around? Yeah, um, it's a relationship that, you know, I super, you know, appreciate. And, you know, someone that came in here and, you know, not many people believed in this place, and he did. You know, me and him were, you know, one of the two in that program that, you know, really saw where this thing can go and, and still do. Um, you know, this thing is still growing, and, you know, he's certainly the engine behind it. You know, I mean, his first couple of years were tough because he had to change a whole, you know, program and, and change a whole locker room. And, you know, I saw it the whole time. And, you know, even though they were hard, you know, I mean, I just kept pushing through and you know, kept seeing the brighter day. And, you know, he kept telling me, you know, you know, one of these days, you know, that stadium's going to be full again and, you know, fans are going to be back and this place is going to be, you know, where you saw it when you were growing up. So, um, I mean, he's definitely been the right guy for the job. And, you know, I mean, everyone knows that now. And, um, you know, we need to keep him here as long as we can. You know, you make a great point. Um, I remember when Mike took the job here, you know, let's face it, he was given other opportunities. Yeah, know? oh, for sure. Everybody thought he was going to Charlotte first. Yeah. And, um, but he came here because he said he'd seen what this program had been in the past, but it certainly wasn't there when he came here, nor was it when you accepted yeah. the scholarship offer to come here. So you're making a great point. I mean, you know, he had he had the vision of what this place had been and what it could be again. You did, too. So I think, you know, I just got to say to you and to Coach Houston, I say it to him all the time, but thank you for, uh, yeah, for, for, for your commitment to our university and the program. It's just been 
it's it's it's, it's like a storybook ending. The, yeah, what, what happened last Tuesday sure. night? I thought it was incredible for you. Yeah, you know, I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, this has all been you know a dream come true for me. I mean, even the hard days, um, you know, I learned to appreciate, and especially you know as I got you know older and and later in my career, I mean, I appreciated those hard days because. Um, I mean, the hard days make the you know the good ones even better, you know. And, and hosting that trophy or hosting that trophy up in the air, and um, you know, and those as many fans as came out to Alabama. I mean, we were in the middle of Alabama, and you know, our side was was really packed for you know a bowl game. Um, and you know, I mean, to have those guys and, and celebrate that and, and have that moment was you know everything that I came here for. Holt Naylor's uh, great to talk to him. Holton, a tremendous uh, career, and what a note to go out on. Ben, one thing I didn't get a chance to ask you about uh, with uh, this jam-packed show today, and thanks to Holton for taking the time with us uh, to be on this morning, and uh, glad we could bring it to you here this afternoon as we're running a little over, but that's all right. What are we go- straight out of Vegas, or it's the other show now, Ben? Isn't that now right? it's Covino and Rich. Straight Covino out of Vegas and Rich. They can wait. They can wait. Uh, apparently, uh, there's a report in the Associated Press that David Tepper has indeed talked to Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Oh, it's such a David Tepper move. Such a David Tepper move. He, he thinks he's making a home run hire there. Oh, it, it will be entertaining. It'll be more entertaining yeah. than Matt Rule. Oh, absolutely. The press conferences will be. What do you want him to do, Ben? Keep the guy that was below 500 in a stinky division? Is that what you want? Uh, I mean, I'm fine with Steve Wilkes or go get your offensive-minded head coach. That's a coordinator, like you said you would. I mean, I it, so you're fine with mediocrity? Uh, no, I just think Jim Harbaugh would be mediocrity, just because you know he's supposed to be this great college coach that's supposed to be built to win national championships. Well, he hasn't done that. True. Yeah. True. So, I mean, that's been the, to a Super Bowl, though, with a rotten quarterback. Well, I mean, we also had a head coach that won a Super Bowl or went to a Super Bowl. You can, I mean, there's a lot of coaches that went to Super Bowls. It's just a matter of winning them. He hasn't done that either. Cookie, how do you feel about uh, your your guys' chance to make the playoffs? Uh, they're winning the Super Bowl. Okay. That I said this on the show you. yesterday, and I stand by it. They're making the playoffs, and they're winning the Super Bowl. There you go. Well, what a show today. Thank you guys very much. Uh, I've got TV duties tomorrow. It's for great to have you back. UCF. Well, I'm, I'm, Even just for a day. Tomorrow. Yeah, just for a day. I'll be back uh, Thursday. And uh, Ben will be holding down the fort tomorrow. Yes, TBA, but plenty. You got those cuts you can air, Ben? Look at me saving some cuts for you. How about that? Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to make it work. Cookie will be with you tomorrow? Cookie will be with me tomorrow. All right, good. Good. Well, you guys keep uh, keep it between the navigational beacons, all right? We will. We will. Uh, okay. All right. Hey. Jeez, Louise. Uh, we'll be back on uh, – or I'll be back on Thursday. The fellows will be back tomorrow at 5 uh, for an expanded version of uh, the PJ Show into Pirate Game Day Countdown ahead of ECU and UCF. All right, looking forward to that, and we'll catch you uh, Thursday. Have a great evening, everybody. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, 
our ability to service our clients and our community involvement. That's true. We see town insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com. Town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town insurance. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? You can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of